0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air, online showcase for the best in independent, documentary, and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Gloria Vanderbilt and her youngest son, Anderson Cooper, come together with Academy Award-nominated director Liz Garvis to reflect on their extraordinary personal history born under a name synonymous with wealth, fortune and New York royalty, Gloria Vanderbilt has lived in the public eye for over 90 years, unapologetically pursuing love, family and career and experiencing extreme tragedy and tremendous success side by side. This is a remarkable documentary, it's called Nothing Left Unsaid: Gloria Vanderbilt and Anderson Cooper, and we are joined today by the director and producer of the film that would be Liz Garbus. Liz, welcome to Film School.
1: Thank you. Oh, it's Film School. What are we going to
0: do? Yeah. Well, well, we can get <laughs> into a little bit of the technical side of things. I I do do that uh, on occasion. But uh, I want to let our listeners know that um, you are responsible for a number of uh, films in addition to this particular film. Also, uh, last year's nominated Academy Award documentary called What Happened, Miss Simone also the farm angola uh, and a number of other uh, documentary um, projects Um, for i guess the obvious question is uh what drew you to this particular subject and did you have a relationship with either gloria vanderbilt or anderson cooper leading into this particular project
1: no not at all in fact um the film came to me from hbo and um Sheila Nevins, who's you know the the queen of documentaries over there, called and said, you know, well Anderson Cooper is doing uh, interested in making a film about his mother, and I said, who's Anderson Cooper's mother? So this is about what I knew of the fa- of the, the, the you know the family history or the history in its modern incarnation anyway, um, and I, you know I sort of at this point I thought what you know what you know, I would love to meet them I'm sure they're fascinating people but what do I have to say about this story and what you know what why, why should I make this film? And um, after I I went in to, to meet Anderson and he started telling me about these boxes of tapes, you know, archival footage that he had and tapes that he had been shooting. Um, and then also something about, you know, his mother just kind of living this life that he didn't really think was what... Um, you know, people knew of her. I w- I was intrigued. Um, then when we went over to actually meet Gloria herself, I w- I was really hooked. She immediately opened the door, greeted us warmly, um, and immediately put Anderson to work to try to fix a light bulb. You know, so in this <laughs> in this way, it was a very you know it's this very extraordinary family. But the, uh, in this way, they're they're very ordinary as well. And I think for me, in all of my films, it's about how you relate. You know w- what. What is human? What is the common denominator between all of us? You know, there are extraordinary lives that maybe be very different from the ones that we lead. Um, and all of my films, I think, have touched on that, whether it is, you know, on a prison farm or in a gilded, um, the gilded mansions of New York City, they're all very different from ours. But in, in, in many ways, there are these universal truths that we, that we can kind of relate to, and hopefully it teaches us a little bit about ourselves.
0: Yeah, and I think for a lot of people, I—I I, by the way did not know as well that Anderson Cooper and Gloria Vanderbilt were related at right. all. So that—that that was when I when I first heard about this project. When I first got uh, some notification on, it, I thought, oh, I hadn't—I had no idea. Uh, right. So uh, yeah. just like you, but I—I uh, I, I guess let's for a lot of people. Um, they might vaguely know the name Vanderbilt. They may have some some uh, sense of its, uh, its, its old money or something like that, may not know much about Gloria. Tell us just in the broadest kind of terms a little bit about the background behind Gloria Vanderbilt and, and, and sort of how she's, why she's so prominent.
1: Well, the the Vanderbilt family was one of the great um, fortunes in American history, and Cornelius Vanderbilt started a shipping empire that then he translated into a railroad empire, and he created the railroads of America, created Grand Central Station, um, the mansions all up and down the uh, Hudson River, um, and it was wealth, you know, that was uh, bigger than the U.S. Treasury. I mean, he was, you know, this fortune was enormous. And it passed down generation to, you know, for several generations. And, you know, until I think it's 1913, there's no income tax. So these fortunes were just seemingly endless to people. Um, and Gloria was born into this family. Her father was Reginald Vanderbilt, uh, who married a, a young beauty. I think she was 18 or 19 when she got when she married uh, Reginald. Um, And uh, Reginald died when she was 15 months old. And then her mother took her off to Europe. And, uh, you know, long story short, there was a custody battle which ensued, which was then known as the Trial of the Century, in which this family that seemingly had everything, and now this is in the midst of the Great Depression, um, there was this little girl with no one. um, And, uh, you know, she was the subject of, you know, tabloid fascination from the time that she was a tiny child. And this is the fam- this is the world she came into, it was a world of loss, a world of kind of being a bit alone and outside of something um, very, very big. And Gloria really did forge a life for herself. She had uh, many, many marriages to many different men, some extraordinary, some less so, um, and had a career that was really quite... Um, tremendous and huge, uh, you know, the jeans business and fabric business, yeah. and also painted and wrote all her life.
0: Well, there are so many things in this film um, of, about um, Gloria Vanderbilt that I had, I, had a, I knew a little bit, but I knew, I knew about the jeans. I remember uh, that era of what we know of Gl- uh, Gloria Vanderbilt, but the, the, the painting, the artist, that, that, and I, I think in some ways the film is, the subtext of the film is, She is and always was an artist and and that I mean, she happens to have come from a very wealthy, high profile family. But I was so struck by um, the intimacy of her work and and especially because in the context of the documentary, we see how these things in her art are, are playing out in her real life.
1: Well that's actually yeah one of the major things that hooked me into the project when I was thinking about what do I have to say here you know and what's new and for me looking at that artwork it was so emotional it cut right to the core yes. of the the tensions and the struggles in her life you know so much of the work is about loss and longing and about mothers and children and um you know reaching across broken bridges and um and you know uh regrets and um you know the name of one of her paintings that she did while we were filming was Huraeus, which was a welsh word for a longing for a past that never was a past that was never really yours so there was this way in which she was you know constantly thinking about these stories interpreting them artistically that for me was a lens into her life
0: And, uh, by the way, we're speaking with Liz Garvis, and she is the director of the film Nothing Left Unsaid, uh, Gloria Vanderbilt and Anderson Cooper. It is going to be premiering on HBO on Saturday, April 9th, and um, will be, I'm sure, rolling out across the different uh, HBO platforms as time moves on. It is a terrific documentary. We'll get to Anderson Cooper in a minute, but I do want to sort of, once again... The vulnerability of this woman is just so. It comes through in this film so effectively and so honestly. Uh, there's a there's a, a something she says, and you you spoke of her father that she had lost. There's something about a fatherless child, is someone who who knows that anything is possible and nothing is safe.
1: That's right. Um, right, that's the uh, the quote um, from now. I'm now. I'm sorry, the, the yeah, it's a quote from, from Mary Gordon. A fatherless girl thinks all things possible, but nothing's safe. Yeah. And yeah, I think you know a lot of people have commented on that, and it really hits. It feels very truthful to many people who I think have lost parents. Some sometimes fathers, sometimes mothers. Um, about the way the world, the world feels as kind of dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. and I and I think it said a lot about who she was.
0: Yeah, she had an amazing life. She, as you said, uh, she was involved with a number of men in her life that are the, some of the most famous people of the era. Even to this day, she was involved with Frank Sinatra for a period of time. But Stravinsky, some of the biggest, most talented people in their fields, and I guess that's one of the things that, uh, that she had an eye and an ear for people i think that uh, she was exposed to great art and at the same time she was able to recognize it in others and she was drawn to it um that that's, that was amazing but her vulnerability i guess i want to come back to that and her honesty in this film she's now 90 i'll say 90 something 91 or 92 at 92 this yeah. yeah and um she is just it's just, just a remarkable presence about her um yeah uh, very very much so for someone again, if you don't know anything about Gloria Vanderbilt, this is a terrific film, if you know a little bit about her, it's a terrific film. No matter what your level of, <laughs> of in, uh, knowledge about the woman uh, she's lived over over the, basically the course of one of the most interesting periods in history, and she was uh, in many ways um, uh, the focus of, of, of so many people's uh, attention and aspirations, if you will um, Anderson Cooper. Is the product of a um, what marriage? Uh, what who was her? Who was his father?
1: Her her last marriage, which was uh, to Wyatt Cooper, um, who was uh, came from a very different background, a um, very large, uh, poor family in Mississippi. Um, he was somebody who was very connected to his family, um, as opposed to Gloria, who felt very disconnected from the Vanderbilt family, mm. and really from him, from Wyatt Cooper, she learned um, what it was like to be a parent and how to nurture. Um, and she says this with some pain because of course with the marriage before she was married to Leopold Stakowski and she did have two sons. And she does speak, uh, plainly about her regrets that, um, you know, she didn't, she didn't really know how to parent in that way. And Leopold didn't necessarily bring that either. So when she did marry Wyatt, um, you know, there was that kind of family and nurturing thing (laughs) that she hadn't really experienced before. And her eldest son, Stan, talks about feeling, you know, a little bit of sadness that it all happened a little late for him. But certainly for Anderson and his brother Carter, there was an incredibly devoted, loving father who really helped Gloria see what, what you know, what a close family could be like.
0: And I just want to touch on as well, uh, in in addition to the fact that Anderson Cooper has obviously gone on to be in a very accomplished uh, journalist, uh, and um, I, I think one of one of the real solid presence on TV, I think he's among kind of the the, the busy glitzyer uh, journalists that we we watch on television. He's he's one that really does seem to be interested in getting to the heart of the story, um, and an intelligent man. Um, what what did you? Observe what it what surprised you about the relationship. Obviously, this is a film. Uh, I think both of them are looking for the nothing left unsaid to one another in this film. But what was it about their relationship that uh, most intrigued you or was most uh, um, interesting about them? Well,
1: I think that you know Anderson, to his own. I mean, there is a real honesty there. I mean, Gloria was very able to look at her successes and also her failures, and um, and I and to be able to say, you know, she made these mistakes, and you know, she didn't connect with her nanny before her nanny died. Her nanny died, yeah. and her nanny died in Catholic Charities, and you know, Anderson's desire to not let those connections not happen for him. Um, And he led a life that was so busy, you know, running around the world. And, of course, when he was a war correspondent, you know, kind of living anywhere but at home, you know. And um, I think that, you know, there comes a time where if you don't do it, it's just going to be too late. And I thought it was just really inspiring that he decided to kind of take that time to get to know his mom, who he really hadn't, by his own admission, been that close to before.
0: Well, they, they sure have found um, a, a, a nice place. They seem to be very comfortable with one another. Uh, I thought the, the it, but there's, a, <laughs> I have to say, watching him talk to her, while there was certainly the, I felt the intimacy between them, um, there was also that, that bit of journalist in him when, he, sure. when he, asked, he asked her questions that were intent, and what am I trying to say, with intent is the way I would put it. Yeah. And um but at the same I, I just I was really wonderful to watch the two of them as they were rummaging through some of the uh, memorabilia and her artwork and um very I don't know. I don't know I what would be the word you would use to describe um that sort of interaction when they were
1: Well, I don't know the word but I, I think that Anderson is actually very consistent on camera and off camera. I mean when you're spending time with him he doesn't he doesn 't go he doesn't have lots of up and down he 's an incredibly steady, constant person, and probably this you know the way that he, he sometimes feels like that interviewer person is because you know he's sort of he, yes he 's walking around the world in that way in a big way and he 's very consistent in that way yeah. um, but I also think he did make himself Vulnerable. He did learn things. Um, you know. You know. He sometimes talked You know, talking about your mother's love life and her. Yeah. You know, regrets and her. You know, it's it's not always easy. But he. You know, he found himself sort of. You know, comfortable there. And it's probably because it, he has been doing it professionally for so long.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a wonder. This again. Uh, the film is Nothing Left Unsaid. Gloria Vanderbilt and Anderson Cooper. It premieres this coming Saturday, April ninth on on HBO. Uh, and a, a, a wonderful addition to your particular uh, canon of films, "What Happened, Miss uh, Simone," which was an Academy Award-nominated film. "Love, Marilyn," uh, one that I really liked was—I uh, I like them all—but uh, "Bobby Fischer Against the World." That was one uh, un- unexpectedly, um, given the given what we know about Bobby Fischer and how sort of uh, guarded he was. I thought that was a terrific documentary. And going back to your very first. Couple of films: The Farm, Angola, USA, and The Execution of Wanda Jean. Um, how? How? Uh, what was? Is there a specific uh, challenge in making this film that was different some, from some of the others? Was there something about the scale of the personalities here that was was different for you, or what was? Was there anything that sort of you felt different in in going into this project?
1: Well, I think one thing that we did differently. <laughs> um, what you know, when you're when you're talking about making a film about Gloria. Vanderbilt, you know, from an aesthetic point of view, there's a level of... beauty that, that she lives with and that she brings with her everywhere. So, you know, I felt like the film kind of, you know, had to live up to that. And in terms of the score and the animation and the way that we treated the stills and the graphics, I mean, I worked with a very really wonderful animator named Molly Schwartz and composer named Thomas Rudishauser, and I, and I wanted it to be as lush and beautiful as the kind of art that Gloria had spent her life creating. And I don't know if we got there, but, you know, we did. You know, for one of the things that I was so struck by when I went into Gloria's studio these dollhouses that she built and created so you know then we, we took a cue from her and created built these dollhouses which we then you know shot scenes in mm-hmm. to depict stories like Gloria was telling so we experimented with the form in that way and that was new and really exciting
0: mm-hmm. well um i want to thank you so much for for being here liz garvis a uh, uh academy award nominated film director um award-winning um and so many um um venues of of filmmaking and i this is a wonderful film uh, again it's called nothing left unsaid gloria vanderbilt and anderson cooper it premieres on hbo saturday april 9th and is there also a, a book coming out, harpers
1: yeah, about a year. Oh, yeah. There's a book called "The Rainbow Comes and Goes." About a year into the filmmaking process, Anderson decided they were, you know, that they were going to continue the conversation that was happening in the film in the book form. So okay. you can go to that for more.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for for being a part of Film School again, Liz Garbus. Nothing left unsaid. Gloria Vanderbilt and Anderson Cooper. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you, Liz.